What up, what up, what up? I see it differently, nation. Rise up. Good evening and hello. We're back. Yeah. Yeah. Fine summer. Technically still spring, but summer evening here. Well, it might not be evening when you're listening to it, but that's when we're recording it. Just get started. Uh, anyways, Kristen, did you know that Kelly, Ellie Kemper, excuse me, issued an Kelly Kelly Emper. <laughs> that's what another, another famous person. Ellie Kemper issued an apology today for the whole VP thing. Did you know I did not. Um, and I think, I think you're jumping right into it. This is, let's get started. Our St. Louis takes. So why don't you give the listeners, because you were paying more attention to this, background on what happened. So over Memorial Day weekend, uh, it all started, I've read, and we both have, but the origin, whatever. So it all started, someone shared a story that said, I forgot that the Veiled Prophet Ball was essentially like the beginning of a true detective. Yeah. No, oh, right, right, right. Yeah. That did happen. Right. So sorry. I'm so, so right. sorry. You're doing great. <laughs> That's true. This so, is so which... And then someone else said, you know, what's the Veil Profit Ball? And another user said, it's basically the St. Louis edition of the KKK. Our version. Right. This person's local version. version. Right. Yeah. yeah. Local My version. hometown, she even maybe said. She said the, local. Right. Yeah. Of the KKK and that Ellie Kemper was named. The, That's all she said. Right. First. Yeah. And then right. all this stuff came out. And then Ellie Kemper was the pageant, uh, was their pageant queen in 1999 or whatever year it was. And then that. Yeah. So. Right. Yeah, so to summarize, yeah. someone tweeted something about the VP. Uh-huh. Someone else responded about a link to the KK. And oh in the midst of that, someone then called out Ellie Kemper for being involved in it being the queen of it. So yeah. now why don't you just talk about, do you want to talk about what that even means, she was the queen of it? And, and why don't you talk about what VP is? Yeah. Not historical. We're not doing that. Go. We'll put up, we should so put the, up that link. We'll look up. The VP is similar to a cotillion type event, yeah. the ball that yes. she was in. So yes. young women are presented into high society or whatever it's called. It's usually after their freshman or sophomore year of college in this particular event. Yeah. And she was a freshman in Princeton or whatever. And of those, however many women are presented each year, they vote for one to be the queen of love and beauty, I think it's called, whatever. They don't, they don't vote. If well, you whatever. The someone is, if you got right. the biggest deal. Someone is picked to be that. Yes, that's Ellie Kemper was picked to be that, which makes sense because she's from a very prominent St. Louis family. So if it is about donations, stuff, yeah. then whatever. Um so she was picked to be this queen of the of the pageant, and that I guess year. Yeah, that year. And I guess we're not going to talk about it. I've actually attended this pageant. I guess you have too. You were saying, yeah, I don't yeah. know what. What are you saying? We're not going to talk about it. Uh, the historical, like how it all. We're not going to talk about this or anything about it because that's not this kind of show. Yeah. But we will put up something in the link um, about the historical, where the veil profit comes from. Yes. But um, things that. Yes, we both went. So why don't you say your interpretation of it, view of when it? When I went to it? Yes. When I was, I was a freshman in college or whatever, I had heard about it before. My grandfather maybe even was a member for a minute, I, but I didn't really- Of the really, Veil Prophet, like Prophet group, Society yeah. or yep, whatever yep. they call it. I didn't really know much about it. This a friend of mine's girlfriend was getting presented. Don't he, try, don't try and distance yourself. From I'm not trying to distance jump, it. Jump to the jump so to the. I, anyway, jump I to went. The I went. What I thought is, I had to dress really weird. I had to get like a tuxedo with tails and white gloves. I'm dressed That's really not that weird. weird it wasn't an open bar, so I had to like buy nine dollar drinks. They sit you in a room and they just walk these girls out with their dad, like one after the other. It takes forever. There's a whole ceremony where this person a lot of comes out in like a white 
robes or yeah, just, I mean whatever. Not, you yeah, yeah. You, it's didn't very, have, you didn't have any opinions. I basically, about it. I had no opinions. I thought it was very boring and like very yeah, pretentious, is but what I thought. But yeah, whatever. I doubt even that was pretentious. I did. Yeah, yeah. That. Uh, I attended one. Um, I didn't even know about this high society world until I went to. Uh, the private high school I went to. But even then, because as, what, as Zach said, people going through it are older. So I'm not going to lie. I don't even know that I knew about it until I was going to be a senior in high school. And now I knew people were coming back uh-huh. in town for it. Um, so then when we came back in town as freshmen, I did get invited um, to it. And I remember being like, oh, yeah, these people definitely look like they're dressed up like KKK yeah, they people. do. Yeah, uh, they 100% do. They now, do. With, now with that said, um, I believe there were possibly some black, before you say anything, I believe the year I went, there were possibly some black women who were presented and they had started to let black yeah, people they let in several years ago. Yeah, they started so, letting black people in. Yeah, so um, so it wasn't like I was in like a get out situation that I knew of, uh, <laughs> but... But yeah, I definitely was like, oh yeah, like this is definitely how these people look. Well, other thoughts. Um, well, I thought that was how they looked, and I thought it was very awkward. And I was a little, I was, I, I'm only saying a little uncomfortable because I knew I was not actually at KKK rally, but it was definitely uncomfortable. Um, St. Louis has a lot of French influence. Mm-hmm. It's very connected to, um, like, there's a lot of things that overlap with like New Orleans. Where I'm going with this is I, not too long after I did that, went to Mardi Gras for the first time. And if you haven't been to New Orleans. In New Orleans. In, yeah. Yes. New Orleans, Mardi Gras, and seeing the parades, they're always led by a different crew. K-R-E-W crew. And those individuals who lead that fraternity society thing also dress in this way. And so when I saw that, I was like, oh, maybe it's less KKK-ish and more, again, we're doing this um, in St. Louis because it's connected to the French aspect yeah. or whatever these crews are. But those were my uh, thoughts. But whatever, it is what it is. It, so what do you think about her apologizing for having been in this pageant? I was trying right? to, if someone hasn't listened to any of it, we're still haven't gotten to that. So right. when people, well- well, um, so that was my interpretation of it. Okay. Then what happened when that stuff came out or Memorial Day weekend, people wanted to cancel Ellie Kemper. And right. that is what Zach brought up to me last week. And like, he was like, what do you think about these people canceling Ellie Kemper? And I was like, about what? And then when he told me, I was like, I mean, definitely this organization seems problematic and probably has a weird history. And we looked at it. Um, again, you can read the article, but their history is not connected to the KKK. But that it's doesn't still mean it's not. That doesn't yes. mean it's not problematic. Right. America's history is problematic. Right. Let's just call it what it is. Right. Um, but they are not connected to the KKK. Yeah. Um, but anyway, even before reading about that, and even knowing my opinion, which was I was like, oh yeah, I mean they definitely look like that. I was like, guys, I'm not someone who wants to cancel everyone but at the same time i'm also not someone who thinks that i'll be frank all these white men should just get a pass for their thoughts and feelings and views that oftentimes were way behind what they should have been like they had the education to not to know that they maybe shouldn't be doing some of these things with that said i think like 
isn't part of life that we make mistakes and grow up and to try and cancel someone for something that they really probably had no choice in as a child. I mean, Ellie Kemper just like attended and was part of this thing. I think is totally missing the point. I think it will do harm to the greater awareness we're building. Again, I'm not even going to say harm to the cancel cause because I don't think it should be a cause or mission to cancel people. But I do think we are trying to look at some things with a lens of good thing that's in the past and some things with the lens of we can do better. And um, if you're going about it that way, then yeah, just saying let's cancel someone today because of what they did as a kid, I don't, I don't think makes sense. So that's what I always felt. So to Zach's um, thing about should she issue an apology, I don't know. I, I don't think there's anything to apologize for. With that being said, I guess I get it from a PR and standpoint. Like she had to address it at the time with this article we read at the time she hadn't. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like she probably had to, but I also think that sucks that we're in this place where she has to. It's like, it's like I don't know why she has to apologize, but also, I, I personally, Ellie Kemper, don't feel like you also don't maybe have racist family members because you apologize either. Well, like right. it's just like I just don't. It's, I, it's, it's one of it's one of those things that it doesn't really. I'm fine with her issuing an apology, and I also think that her being like, you know, I was ignorant, which is what she said of what it is. That's not an excuse. When I went, I was ignorant. I think a lot of people who are white and privileged and grow up in kind of that private school, whatever world are ignorant of it. And I've actually read a book about and it touched on some of the history, whatever. And, and we're not trying to get too deep into that. But I think it's fine that she apologized, said, hey, I didn't really know this is not what how what this organization was founded on is not what I stand for. It's not who I want to be. It's not what I want to associate with. I'm going to listen and be better and, and strive for that. That's fine. I think cancer culture is a really thing that is kind of morphed in the way people talk about it and is kind of exaggerated even a lot of ways now, which I did not always feel like. But, you know, she didn't get canceled. People thought she actually was this KKK beauty queen or whatever which wasn't true. I think she'll be fine. It was probably a really terrible week, but at the end of the day, she's apologized. Everyone, she was 19 years old. She says she can do better. She acknowledged her privilege, which is obvious to anyone who was from here, just like mine would be. And a lot of other people would be. So like we can all move on. But yeah, at the end of the day, you know, it is, it was a weird event to go to and it was, uh, yeah. And also, um, I was going to say about, I don't know, just just keep going. I don't I don't remember. I was gonna say something else about the um her her apologizing and thoughts on it, but whatever. Yeah. Anyway, Ellie yeah. I, I would still see uh, you would still watch a show with Ellie Kemper in it. Like I don't know what yeah, I would, I think. I, I you know Oh, no, I, know I, I, I know what I was gonna say. I know I know what I know what I was gonna say. It also should be noted that the person who originally said the whole yeah. got it all sparked, and this mm-hmm. is in the article that I will try and find. Um she even said Apologies. I mean, you know, I think right. sometimes when random people tweet, they yeah. don't. Again, a random. She individual, probably wasn't thinking everyone was going to pick oh, up this tweet and it was going to be some right. And yeah. She also very early on recanted, and she was like, "Oh, by the way, like I know they're not connected to KKK, right. but she said what we right. said. It's like, but I mean, this is very problematic. Which, but but she, but she was like, no. By the way, I if you look into a lot of private schools, a lot of country clubs, a lot of whatever, a lot of it's problematic. And this is and that's not to excuse them. This is a very problematic thing and a very problematic ideal that this group was founded on. And and that shouldn't be uh, 
thrown away from all this either. But yeah, she did say that like, I know they're not actually the KKK. Right. And, you know, so anyone thinking there's a direct tie there, you know, I was just uh, throwing something out there because I didn't think everyone was going to read on Twitter. Anyway. Yeah. Do you have any other thoughts on? uh, I do not. Okay. Yeah. So that, hey, free, free. Ellie Kemper. I'm getting out of free her, but you know, we're just, we're just fine. With, we're fine with you, Ellie Kemper. Ellie Kemper, if you, we met her once, she was so nice, which St. again, Louis, we're not St. saying Louis, to like throw it at her. Right, yeah. St. Louis gem, but right. seriously, she if was If you want to come on the podcast and explain yourself further, <laughs> yeah, right? like, we'll, we'll take you, Ellie. Yeah, yeah, gem. Okay. Um, all right, so our second thing, you asked me this question yesterday, or not yesterday, a while it's fine, ago, yeah. and I thought it was so interesting, and I, I think, just think I, we have that's to That's what I asked you. It. I thought you would, would think it was interesting. And you yes. asked me what sandwich I thought was better, right? Is that how you phrased it? No. Okay. No. What is What was the superior basic original sandwich yeah. is how I- Yeah, and you said PB&J yes, or, or grilled cheese. Or grilled cheese, yes. So do you want to start on this, or do you want- No, I asked you. So- this is a very difficult question. I've been thinking a lot about it ever since you said it to me and then we said we were going to talk about it. I know you've been getting feedback from people. Why don't you just go? Where I am at, sometimes yeah. you got to build it up. You got to have the art of the tease. Where I am at, I think the grilled cheese is the superior sandwich in the sense of it tastes better. Why do you it's, think it tastes better? Uh, by the way, are you comparing your your PB and J? Are you comparing it to your PB and J? Yeah. Because anything yeah. you make is yeah. trash. You're gonna make I'm a comparing trash my grilled, grilled cheese. cheese to my PB and J. No, I bet you're I think it trash. tastes better. I just, you know, I like it a little better. It's especially if you use enough mayo in there, you get it all gooey. Like I think it's Ew. I think it's a, an incredible sandwich. That being said, I'm I eat a PB and J for lunch a lot. Every day. No, every, every essentially every day is if yeah. we don't have lunch meat. So I am probably gonna pick that in the sense of like that's my go to. It's so the easiest sandwich so to make. I think the grilled cheese tastes better, but at the end of the day, because the utility of the PB and J, because so of how easy it is to make they're both easy. Because of how, just let me, because of how easy the PB&J is to make, I think if there's only one I had to eat for yes, the rest of my do. life. Just pick one. I'm picking the PB&J. Oh my God. Jeez. You have no patience. You can rant and you can go on it. And then I say, I'm doing this whole great buildup to what sandwich is better. Really sinking our teeth into the listeners and, and reeling them in and getting them all excited. And do you, you want to do this you can't here on even, the air? You can't even. Do you want to do this here on the air? I don't want to do it ever. Okay. Anyway. All right. So. What do you think? Um, I just can't eat dairy like that anymore. So I'm saying PB&J. <laughs> Ding. We're done. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> You're the one who showed me the, what, put the bowl over the PB&J oh, too yeah, trick, yeah. which really helped. It does. Well, because yeah. So, well, yeah, we've all been there where it's like, my bread's getting burnt, yep. but this cheese, cheese isn't is really not, melted it's not enough. Melted enough. So you yeah. gotta, yeah, cover it with a bowl, and then that like steaming action and everything will get your cheese melting uh, without your bread. Getting I on. guess you not for you because you has too much lactose. You won't be eating it much anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you asked a couple friends. What did they? What was the general sentiment? Stop trying to drag people? out this segment. No, I, I do. I'm interested. What was the? Well, just real quick, what was the general gen, general sentiment? I, I didn't take it to as many people as you think that was also the truth. I really didn't because I knew we were going to talk about the pod. Okay, so tell us then, guys, what do you like better? A PB and J? Oh, yeah. Or a okay. Cheese? Okay. Yeah. We're going to throw this we'll out. Sandwich Wars. Sandwich Wars. Yeah. Which, what we do you like better? A, there's always brackets for like food and the Today Show. Always doing you know, some kind of fucking bracket. Yeah, no. And so uh, do this simple should, sandwiches. We should, we should. Well, no, that's only two things. Yeah. We should come up with a global larger sandwich. We will, thing. and we're gonna get. We're gonna come up with it. And my mind is dedicated to it now. Anyway, so okay. and those two things will be on it. Okay. If not the final matchup. All right. Mm-hmm. 
Next. You can't plan the final matchups now, True. Next, okay. I guess we're going to hit SVU for a second. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that built up. Also, I, know, I don't mean to say I was rigging the bracket, but that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> Sounds like you were. <laughs> anyway. So any SVU fan out there knows that they obviously have been doing months of crossovers with months the new- Months and months of crossover! Crossover, crossover, crossover. No, but literally, literally, guys, we might have been out of commission on the pod, not out of commission- we were SVU. watching Elliot Stabler we, we back made, in the we, fold. We made a whole night of it. Yeah. Literally, the, the text message and emails I missed from that night, I was like, sorry, guys. There was that SVU crossover. I was at my parents. Yeah. We got some we snacks. Got some, some we snacks gathered around. We gathered yeah. around. And, you know, biggest takeaway, the chemistry between Elliot and Olivia is It's fire. undeniable. It's it is fire. undeniable. Fire. You just, there's no, there's... Hardly any chemistry in the history of TV that you can compare to the two that, the, no, that they have. No, Ross and Rachel? No, nah. No, nothing. Nah. Nothing compared <laughs> Car- to this. Carrie and Big? Nothing. Nah. Nothing. <laughs> nothing compared to this. Yes. Maybe Corey and Topanga. Maybe. 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 Maybe Corey and Topanga. But for a non, what what was, and we won't get too much into this, but what was for a long time a non-romantic relationship, even then, the chemistry, like, Elliot Stabler walked right back onto the screen and you felt like he was never gone. Oh, right? where have you been? It's just our go back. Yeah, I know. Sound. Just putting in some sound. But like, he's still up to his same tricks. He's a hothead. He's getting into it too much. Yeah, but like, you would think. You could tell maybe he's evolved would, a little. You, they definitely want you to yeah, think that. They do. But he's not <laughs> acting like that. <laughs> but you know, it, it was, yeah, it was just great. Great, so to, great to reminisce. It was fun. It was so much fun. Um, so please um, add us, ask us questions. We have not been watching. So we're actually at, a, at an impasse right now because we kept up with SVU, which actually took a break. Elliot, the crossover was also the premiere of Elliot's new show. Organized crime. Um, and that kept going and we were not watching it because while we love their chemistry, when they were on the screen, it was- When it was just one of cold, them. We're it like, was uh, cold as piece. Not just one of them because we right, watched SVU. Olivia. When it was on, just Elliot without- On, on yeah, his show. With his new squad or it whatever. It was, yeah, ice cold. Ice cold. And that show's and so, not, was it bad from what we've seen, but it moves way too fast, I thought. Anyway, go ahead. Wow. Hard, no, I thought you I was going to say it too slow. Yes, I thought this it just goes back to our, our grilled cheese buildup all over um, again. No, I thought it moved way too slow. But anyway, so uh, we need to, but anyway, when, when SVU came back, we were like, oh, SVU's back from break. Let's watch it. And it was picking up where criminal intent was, was no, what's it called? Organized, organized crime. crime. It was picking up where organized crime left off. So we we're like, oh, fuck. So. We gotta go back. So and we watch. gotta go back. Yeah. And we'll watch it all. So we will have some organized crime thoughts for our organized crime heads out yeah. there. We know we got um, some. We know there's some of you out there who are and, like, tell us about your thoughts on organized crime because I've been watching and taking I know, notes. I, I want to compare. I know, and we will. We're sorry. We will. We will. It's we coming. Will. We will. You know, the other biggest breakout on organized crime is my boy Dylan McDermott. Yeah, who you thought was someone else yeah. when it first came on the yeah. credits. Yeah, I did. Dylan so. Marodi, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So then I realized okay. I don't like him. <laughs> Both both hates it, man. But yeah, it was Dylan McDermott who's from the practice. I'm like, oh yeah, that guy. And she's like, oh, that's not who I thought it was. <laughs> I don't like I don't like him that much. I was like, yeah, it comes across the credits, Dylan McDermott. She's like, my boy. It's like me and a certain unnamed individual who probably doesn't listen to this, but I thought he was my boy. He probably doesn't. But anyway, but uh, big time, yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't even know who I am. He sees the cover of it, wouldn't even know me. Um, 
But yeah, that was very funny. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So, um, Bachelor is actually premiering tonight. We were filming this before um, oh. the, the Bachelor. Oh, it's a Monday. Yeah. And we we ain't watching it. No, we're leaving that behind. Sorry, Katie. But uh, we still are going to give the people what they want. And well, if first, you don't, are you going to have a hot take first? Okay, sorry. <laughs> um, it's going to be a culinary hot take that relates. Yeah, to that what will we're be our tie-in. Go ahead. Yeah. Whenever you're ready, dear. Yeah. We're out of practice. We are, man. We need to get the rhythm of the transitions going. I'm well, going too long. You're going too fast. Well, Vice also, versa. Well, also, the mistake here was I let you have the That could have gone unsaid. <laughs> that could have stayed between us forever. <laughs> On your deathbed, you could have been like finally telling someone else who was there, our child, whoever. <laughs> also, when we did this podcast, <laughs> I let your father play in it and it didn't go well. It felt super clunky yeah, yeah. as fuck. So it felt clunky. And I was like, my organized crime ads, and he was giving me nothing. Okay? Doing a long-ass build-up about sandwiches. Look, that's an here. important question. That's going to resonate with the fan base. Okay. Um, here is my hot take, everyone. Um, I don't know if you guys have noticed this, but when you go out to a restaurant and order wings, if it's a classy establishment, they will be like, what would you like, ranch or blue cheese? But if it's not, and they just come out with the default... They usually bring you blue cheese. And I would like to go on record and say blue cheese should not be the baseline default side dipping sauce for your wings. Yeah, ranch is way better. Yeah. Yeah. Ranch should be the default of anything. I know. But I do like them asking or just bring both if you're going to do that. But if you just bring one, it's blue cheese without asking. I agree. That's I feel like it's very substandard. polarizing and too yeah. much. So. Anyway. Um, but yeah, but that hot take is going to lead us into what we are going to do is we are going to talk about Top Chef, Top Chef, Top Chef. Uh, top we'll chef. have to get a sound for that. Yeah. Um, like the knife's sharp. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. something you can work on. Okay. Anyway, though. Um, if you don't hear it next week or two weeks, listeners, it's not my fault. You'll understand yeah. what I I'm go I'm a busy through. guy. Yeah. I'm a busy guy. You were looking real I'm busy fix when this, I got home. I got to fix this sandwich bracket. <laughs> you were getting, so, so. You were gotten real busy when I got home today. Don't be, you know, don't be like that. Anyway, so um, we are going to, spoiler, so if you do not watch Top Chef, if you don't care about us, look at the footnotes. Well, you care about us. Well, no, I'm saying like, because some people might not listen to Top Chef, but they're like, I just I just want to hear these guys riff and raff, you oh, know? Oh, yeah, 100%. But if, you, <laughs> but if you're not into that, that's not what you're here for. Um, then just jump ahead to, we'll put in the footnotes. Look at the footnotes. We'll put ahead on the time on when we'll be done with this. Uh, but otherwise, we are going to talk about Top Chef. We are going to talk about the season up till this point. And so spoilers ahead, and it is the week of June 7th. So we have not watched the episode that will be airing on June 10th. So if you're wow, listening after that, we will not be talking about knowledge. that. But we are talking about the show up to this point. We are back. They did it in the queue. We're in Portland. Let's go. Yeah. So they're in Portland. They're doing Portland-type challenges. Very hip. Tom Colicchio's wearing a lot of hats. Uh, yeah, which, what do you think about that? I thought his hat game was okay, but the cowboy hat at the Japanese garden in the last I feel like the one, cowboy hat made way, one. I think the cowboy didn't even make made, sense. Really? I thought it made some of the most sense. Why did it make sense? Why wear a cowboy I, I hat to you. a Japanese garden? 
It's not about where he's wearing it. It's just, I, I told you why I thought it made sense. It's just because, like, they're outside, and he's bald and pale, and maybe he wants the rim. That's that's all. That's why I said it made sense. But, like, I get why I wore that weird beanie, kind of, because yeah, that's kind of cold. a Portland look. Yeah, and it, it was cold. cold. Again, it was cold. I, again, I he's think you're to, too He's harsh. trying to do too much with I think he's taking. I think he's taking care of himself. I think he's... <laughs> I, look, everyone knows Calicchio's... He's the man, like obviously, but he's. Is that what everyone knows? So that's not what I thought you were going to okay. say. But keep he's going. not a hundred percent. I'm not going to say not invested because he's doing fine. He's doing his job, but he's busy. handing off he's some of the reins. He's busy. Yeah. He's trying yeah. to save the restaurant yeah. industry yeah. Yeah. single handedly. Yes, he is. He is. He like is. you know, he is. He is. He is. every restaurant that's stayed in business is because of Tom <laughs> Calicchio. Yeah. And yeah. so he is. That's why they're bringing in these other people, giving more airtime to people. And because they were in quarantine. Well, that too. And, yeah. But cl- and he's driving BMWs around a track for some reason on Last Chance Kitchen. It doesn't yeah. make any sense. Yeah. You know, like he's off so, doing stuff. Yeah. Including hat shopping too much, I think. Yeah, I don't think so. So we have um, an amazing resume of chefs that started this season. I think, yeah. It's the Fantastic, first season where they, they said this is the first season where everyone is an executive or owner, right? I would think so. They, but they did say something official. Yeah. Like we do not have any sous chefs or uh, anything. Yeah, right, correct. Um, if you have a booth. I don't yeah, have any no. private, private, private cooks, caterers. No, no, yeah, no hey, which, by chefs, the way, which we're, we're not, not judging. We're some, not judging either. Some of the, we're not judging. Some we of just the recognize. Su- some of the sous chefs, a sous chef is one at least once, May. Yeah, we're just. I'm just saying, but like, we're, you can, we're yeah, not, we're you can not go far. Right, we yeah. just, we just have noticed that there is definitely a culinary hierarchy. Right. And this season, they do not have any of that. Yes, chef. Um, We have agreed, for the most part, with the order in which people have left the show except for, and this is, I think this is good timing for where we picked up. Cause I was going to start with the, with Chris's last chance okay. kitchen. Um, we have agreed again, agreed mainly with it, except for they had restaurant wars. Yes. Loved the twist they did on restaurant wars, which was a chef's table. Yes. Um, I thought it was a good way, good, yeah, fresh can't have way guests, to keep whatever. a new, new like, idea. Yeah. yeah. Um, our, Chefs who are present, who have been present throughout this season, they're in the bubble, are Dale. Yeah. Kwame. Kwame. I think he's, is he Kwame or Kwame? I've heard both, I think. Yeah, yeah. I wish I knew. Padma, I feel like, says Kwame. Anyway. (laughs) No, seriously. She does. Gregory. Yeah. Um, I don't remember that Hispanic chef's name, if you want to say his name. Uh... Okay. I yeah, him. <laughs> and mm-hmm. Carrie from Denver, I believe, is there. And and Melissa. And oh my gosh, how could I forget Melissa King, Richard Blaze. my queen? Um, and Richard Blaze, who I mean, he's a little bit full of himself. He can chill out. He came in with the wildest hair, and he just needed to tone it down. Yeah. Anyway, I like Richard Blaze. Anyway, because you like a lot of. Yeah, go be yourself, Richard. Anyway, there he is. And then some other people have come in and out. But I guess we're not talk about that anyway. No, no, on our assistant judges, because then it's not till later that I'll tell you anyway. Anyway, yeah. so in this episode, we had one group that was the clear winner. They had a plan. They knew what they were to execute. They stuck to their stuck to their guns. And then you had a clunkier team who they didn't know. Who Amar make. is his name, by the Amar, way. Thank you. Yeah. Who they didn't know. Um, what people were going to do. Um, we had the 
incident where Dawn, I mean, shows her, it, it does speak to her creativity and skill, how quickly she pulled a dish together, yeah. but her process might have hurt one of our favorites who was sent home in that competition, Sarah. Sarah. So Sarah goes home ahead of who we think maybe should have gone first, which was Chris. Amongst others, but yes. Oh, yeah, definitely. But just yeah. based on how that played right, out. Correct. Um, one of our, we love Top Chef, as you know. One of our, it's our only, I think it's our only complaint is that um, we think it's very close to Project Runway. And the thing that Project Runway does one thing better is they do a blind walkway. And so where we're right. going with this is Top Chef, you know who made each dish as you're judging it. Right. And we think that. We just want some consistency, either, it, which you can only get if you do blind. Because right. either, like, judge someone's dish and be like, this isn't that good, but I know this person can cook, so I'm going to send home this right. person who, this wasn't, their their dish was okay, but I feel like I don't know their skills. Right. Or just do it blind. Yeah. And it's like, whoever is the best and whoever is the worst. Right. They, they seem to kind of... Do a dance between the two. Yep. Sometimes it almost someone, depends on the week, it feels like. Yeah, sometimes. yeah, and, yeah. Who, and who the other judges, judges are, are and right, stuff. Yeah. And so that's one thing I kind of like. I kind of like the consistent rotating judges versus the guest stars because right. I do think you are now getting these people who are also consistently having their opin opinion yep. weighed in. Uh -huh. um, anyway, so so Chris goes home. Um, one hot take before well, we Sarah talk about... Went home. Sorry, Sarah. Yeah. But I'm going to... Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Sarah goes home. My hot take I have about this... The experience of the group who failed at the chef's table competition, that is the standard experience of a chef's table. Chef's tables suck. Whoa. Let me give my thoughts. It is just an arrogant way for restaurants to essentially just get more seats in. They make you feel like you're special. Oh, you're going to get this tap table. Tap, tap, the chef's table. You're almost always sitting next to who's in your party, which if it's more than one person, means you can't have a conversation. You're not actually going to be able to talk to that person and be like, do you even like this food? You can't right. you know, talk about the, that. The setup. Right. right. Yeah. Then, um, as we saw in this episode, which is the norm, they are chefs. They are not entertainers. Right. So it's not like you were going to be able to get them to interact with you. They're going to be telling you a story. This is how I did that. No, they yeah. ain't. They got to fill the entire effing restaurant right. with food. So that's not happening. Not to mention, also, if it's actually a busy time you're at a shift table, do you want to peek behind the curtain, guys? Right. Do you want to see how they're sweating your food? I don't do want. Do you want to see how they're leading in? Okay, you think things are got uptight with yeah. COVID. Like, imagine how things were before. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, and so, yeah. I don't want to see that. So, listen, I played that game. Don't get me wrong. Zach and I, at the end of the day, we're going to eat. If there's a wait and they're like, look, but not a wait at the bar, at the chef's table, look, I'll do it. Look, but let's be real. Chef's table is not. Yeah. Not. <laughs> the best spot. Let's be real. If Tom Colicchio is going to go out on a limb and save my restaurant that I'm eating at, I'm going to eat wherever they put me. <laughs> but that being said, I also agree, Chef. And like, yeah, they're not entertainers. The one team that won did a really good job because there's a guy in there who has a Japanese restaurant, I think, that does a chef table, Shoda. He just has done a chef table yeah. before. Yeah. And I think he was very much like, you got to be on the waters. Yeah. You got to be yeah. talk, chatting them yeah. up. You got to yeah. be like playing yeah. this game. Yeah. And the uh, on the other table, all these uh, on the other team with all these great chefs, they're like, oh, we'll just do the waters together we'll just like get drinks together and it's like no you can't just get drinks together yeah, like you sense. pick someone to get the drinks but i agree going back to like the only thing i don't like about top chef is that inconsistency because if it's blind and you just send someone home whatever like that's fair but and you're saying it's just about this one dish 
But then if it's not going to be blind, then use some common sense. You got Sarah, who is the borderline Michael Jordan slash Scottie Pippen of the season at that point, probably the best player to that point. I mean, and definitely you, the Scottie Pippen of the season, if we are saying that Scottie Pippen is the J.C. Chazé of the Bulls, sure. then yes. Okay, all of that. <laughs> and then you have Chris, who was what, the... Like Judd Bushler, if you like sports, he was he he had a couple good performances and then a ton of clunkers, and he almost got kicked off a lot. And you can be like, "Look, man, your dishes were about the same this week, but like Chris, you just haven't been as good, so we know that it's a tie. Like tie goes to the better I player. To, like come I on, I want to see more what Sarah's gonna do. Over right? You. Yeah, I want to see what Sarah's gonna do, and I don't want to have to pull up BravoTV.com and get to Last Chance Kitchen where she did demolish Chris. Obviously, like so you know, we're in Last Chance Kitchen, so we'll talk to that we're in last shit's kitchen uh you know blaze is just loving the opportunity to punt it up whatever <laughs> blaze got good puns tom i guess bmw was like we're not getting enough yep. play bmw's like because of the we pandemic you're not driving anywhere we bought out toyota yeah. for more we're the sponsor than we're gonna have something yeah so they do some weird ass like tom really racing who gives a fuck but um but one thing though is that as Zach said, it was not going to be a shocker that Chris was not going to do it. I'm just right. had, I'm just glad I didn't make pasta. Yeah. Right. Um, but here's one thing I do also want to point out, though, of why we knew while why we knew that Chris was going to be doing a bad job, um, because he was like, I think the judges like spice, and I did that, and it's like, dude, you cook can't your cook food, for the whatever judges. that means, whatever that means, yep. but cook your you food. You can't cook for the judges, cook your food. you know. Cook your food. It's like me making a PB&J and thinking about what someone else, you cook what you, you cook to your palate. Yeah. That's how you win. Yeah. Like, that's how you, now, I, and whatever. Yep. Yeah. That's how All you right. Win. So that brings us to the most recent episode. So we're, we've got you caught up. Here's how we're feeling about this season. Um, we're, we're feeling loose. We're feeling good. Okay. So we start this episode with a quick fire um, where they each are making a dish. They go head to head. Only thing I want to point out here is my boy Shoda, if you're going to present him spice, he doesn't know how to cook with spice, so he decides, I'm just going to burn your motherfucking moth- mouth off, and Padma likes that. Yeah. So he does well. No, he's not doing it for her. He's just doing <laughs> it, okay? He's not, he doesn't care, <laughs> but she likes. And he doesn't. Anyway. He's good at it. Uh, the main competition is about how to cook tofu well. I find this interesting. I, as, I've been, as we have been exploring different cuisines, I have noticed there is different tofu. There is a good and bad way to eat a to-, to, to, to cook tofu. Um, so I found this really, really interesting. Um, I'm not going to lie. took me a minute to figure out how this competition even worked. Yeah. Um, they had a bracket. So there was no real, I mean, there was judging, but there was no yeah. the usual judging system. Yeah. yeah. And once I figured out how it worked, well, then I got stressed because Zach <laughs> and I have a draft going and I was like, my boy is not doing well. And let well. me just say, I took Sarah first pick and now she's out and I got no players. So maybe that adds to my, my fury about this. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, maybe. Um, first pick, I got nothing. Yeah, so... Um, Greg Oden of Top Chef. Um, <laughs> so my boy that I'm talking about is, is Byron. So, uh, you know, when it came down to it, he really was technically losing more of them because one of them, Don, didn't even participate. Yeah, because so, she cut her finger So up, I'm yeah. not really surprised that he went home, but uh, I was very, very disappointed. Other shout-outs in this episode. Um, Padma's hair looked great. Um, she's doing a lot of creative things and I yeah, appreciate she's changing it. it a lot. Yeah. And I appreciate it. Um, apparently they only, I had been saying the whole time, I don't think Carrie was that big of a deal from Denver. 
And she gone. So apparently Kristen became available, <laughs> honestly, and they and they booted her out. Honestly, I thought that whole season really didn't give much. Yeah, but her, had, right? but you know what's really funny about this is had they kept Carrie, they wouldn't have had all those ties. Yeah, they had an <laughs> even amount of judges, and they each got a vote, and everything was five to five. I'm like, just stick a waiter on the end and let it break the tie. <laughs> and then they would go back and they'd vote on the ties. And if Tom or Padma was on one team, they would obviously win because it's like, look, I'm the star of the show. Well, in the beginning, like, yeah, though, at the beginning, the first at the one, was, they, they were, were against split. each other, right? Yeah. yeah. But anyway. But then the other one, they're on the same side. I'm like, we all know what's happening. Yeah, here. exactly. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know who pays his bills. Right. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Right. So anyway. As so much as I love you, Dale. Like, I don't think you're. Right. Right. So that sends my boy Byron to Last Chance Kitchen. Um, And here, here are my thoughts. Last Chance Kitchen. So he first goes against Sarah. Sarah, yeah. And uh, uh, for Zach. Yeah, he beats her. Because he beats her. Because she messed up her rice. <sighs> Green tea and rice. Come on. She had that quirk. Yep, she God, she not, went low. She care. leaned too into the quirk. She was cooking for the judges too much because they kept being like being quirky, being quirky, and then she got yeah, a little too yeah. too quirky. Yeah, I'm surprised. I was surprised. I was watching it, and I'm like, I'm going to be surprised if Byron wins. Right. But then, based on how Tom was responding to tasting it, I was like, but he could. I was yeah, no, yeah, I agree with that. Um, I agree with that. And again, I would like to say when I saw the challenge to make the bento box, I again was just like. Why are you guys going through so much effort? Just let them cook. <laughs> like, why are you okay? I hey, props to the creative team who has to come up with like twice as many fucking yeah. challenges because they need you to not just let the people cook. So anyway, to this point, this thing goes on to a part two. Yeah. So then my boy Poor Byron, Byron, my boy Byron wins, Poor and he Byron. has to fight for it again. He has to win. Usually, the last chance winner just comes back in. Yeah, but he has to now beat some people in the competition to come so back bull- in. Which was he had to win bullshit. two out of three contests. And here's here's yeah. why Zach and I think it's bullshit because. Is that not the same as what would have happened? Yes. If he were he back, would have been back in and then he would have had to wait. Like what just, and they're not even traveling for the finale or whatever this year. Just put the dude back, just in. Put him back in. Let it be on Bravo instead of Bravo TV.com. Come put, on, man. Colicchio, you're not saving his restaurant by not giving him that airtime. Just put him back in. Jeez. And then they will all have a competition. I know you need the web content, I guess. But. I guess. And then he'll go. I don't know. But anyway. He didn't make it. He didn't make it, which is unfortunate. My boy was tired. He was doing all this shit. I don't know. It didn't make any sense. Um, I'd like to wrap this up by saying um, that we we saw Brooke, so maybe we'll be getting some of Brooke now. Yeah, Brooke, I think, is coming Um, in. Which, you know, we'll tackle that. We need to save some of the hot takes. Oh, boy. So we'll talk about it for later. And the last thing I'll end this on, I'm going to, it comes full circle. Have, I have a question for you. What, like the tofu, there are different kinds of it slash different ways to cook it. Uh Uh-huh. What St. Louis style of cuisine or St. Louis food item do you think we could use for that same type of bracket like competition? That's a really good question. I know. Thank you. Part of me is like Provel cheese and use it for different stuff, but like I, it's not I, the same as tofu because they have the different kinds of tofu yes. or whatever. So yeah. what I thought Provel cheese as well. Yeah. And the reason being, unlike tofu, whereas tofu in this competition, they had like the firm, the soft, semi-firm yeah. and soft. Um, and then they did a dessert at the end, right? That was this with the soft. Yeah, right, so yeah. no, that was with the soft. The soft, um, right. Provel, though, it's like, are you cooking it? Are you using it fresh? And then, as we've seen with how you can make mascarpone into a dessert, maybe mm. you could make Provel into a dessert. Yeah. So, you better figure out how if you're on Top <laughs> Chef St. Louis, because you gonna. <laughs> so I was thinking that. The other thing I was thinking is maybe doing some type of 
barbecue thing and barbecue sauce even maybe barbecue sauce yes exactly look look look, i literally had barbecue sauce that's a good one oh my gosh we're meant to be (laughs) uh yeah so i was i was thinking that so anyway so so bring top chef to st louis basically is the Sign the petition, spread the petition. The if petition. You're our friend. You'll yeah. put the petition out if there. If we've emailed you that petition or petition, have you seen it on social media and you haven't clicked and signed? Do it now or else. Yeah, I agree with that. Okay. All right, bring it on home. Well, all right. So hit us on the social media. I see it differently pod and Instagram. I see it differently on Facebook at the Sack Artist 76 on Twitter. Follow, download, subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe, rate, review. If you write a rating or review, we will read it. Email I see it differently pod at gmail.com if you have any ideas or thoughts. See you in a couple Tuesdays. Oh, and thank you, T-Beats, our producer.